There is a national consensus on standards for perinatal care, but what does that mean and how did these measures come about for these childbearing families? You're listening to a special focus on the future of medicine on ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Maureen Corey. She's the executive director of the Childbirth Connection. In her role, Ms. Corey leads a national not-for-profit organization founded in 1918 as the Maternity Senator Association. As Childbirth Connection, the group promotes safe, effective, and satisfying evidence-based maternity care and is a voice for the needs and interests of childbearing families. Ms. Corey has been in this business for 30 years as a researcher, educator, and advocate on maternal and infant health promotion, and she joined Childbirth Connection as executive director in 1995, and since then has played a leading role in positioning the organization as a powerful and effective advocate for improving the quality of maternity care. Maureen Corey, welcome to ReachMD, XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you, Bruce. It's a pleasure to be with you again. Well, in your role, and a lot of people don't know about about the Childbirth Connection, so if you could tell us a little bit about that, but also, these are some historic things, what you've done. I mean, a lot of people probably think that hospitals are held to certain standards on perinatal care, but really, that's what has been done here, and I'm just curious as to how this all came about. Sure. Well, Childbirth Connection's focus now is to improve the quality of maternity care through research, education, advocacy, and policy. And we got engaged with the National Quality Forum about three years ago. We joined as a member, and we were thrilled to be involved. I served as co-chair of the National Quality Forum's Perinatal Performance Measure Steering Committee, which just recently endorsed a set of 17 perinatal measures which will help to improve maternity care, the quality of maternity care for mothers and babies. And it was a great opportunity because NQF recognized the importance of quality health care for mothers and newborns, and they were able to find support through the Hospital Corporation of America to develop a project which resulted in these endorsed 17 perinatal standards that will measure the quality and thereby improve care received by mothers and babies from starting in the third trimester of pregnancy through hospital discharge. And I think most of us know that the the saying nowadays is what gets measured gets improved. And we really believe that consensus standards improve the quality of care by standardizing measurement in care settings and by encouraging accountability and public reporting by hospitals, facilities, and providers, and even health plans. It's a historical opportunity now for perinatal care. That is indeed what we're finding in all all sections of, of the healthcare industry, and I'm sure of doctors and other providers are sort of looking at this and saying, what does get measured does get improved. Who will adopt these measures? Are are we talking about insurers, uh, Medicare, Medicaid? Who is going to take these on? Because you you look at this and it's like, you know, J.D. Power and the ratings of cars and and it's almost shocking that this stuff has not gone in healthcare for forever, and, and now it's coming in all facets of the industry. Exactly. Well, I hope all those audiences will be looking at them, but I think primarily hospitals and other facilities 
facilities like birth centers and hospitals in the case of perinatal care, and individual providers and maybe groups of providers will use these measures and report on them so that the information becomes available. But there's really four, we always talk about four distinct audiences that will find performance measurement helpful, and they are consumers, obviously, because as consumers, we can use performance results to compare and choose among providers and care settings and health plans, for example. And of course, purchasers being employers and Medicaid programs, they can use the information when they're making contracts with health plans, and they can look at performance results to get better care for their beneficiaries and better value for the money that they spend on, on health care. And then, of course, healthcare providers, which would include, you know, health professionals, hospitals, and health plans, they can use the results to improve their performance and also demonstrate their high performance and also become more competitive in the healthcare marketplace. And lastly, policymakers can assess the performance of the health system and identify opportunities for policy intervention. So it's performance measures are really, really important to all the stakeholders that care about quality health care. And for our listeners out here who will be looking for these measures to be appearing, and, and if you're having a baby or if you are a provider and, and you want to know where to look for these things, you can check out the uh, National Quality Forum website at www.qualityforum.org. And, and check it out and read the full specifications for all of these new endorsed standards for perinatal care because, really, Maureen, this is something that has been in the works for quite some time, hasn't it? It has. There's been a couple of measures related to perinatal care that exist, but again, the reason why this is so important is because it's a 17 measures, which is quite comprehensive, although there's still some gaps in measures that will need to be filled in. For example, you know, the prenatal period and the postnatal period. But when you think about 17 measures that cover the third trimester and while the woman and the baby are in the hospital, it's really tremendous. It's a great leap forward. It's a good set of measures to start with. And to your point, we haven't had them, although other specialty areas have had performance measures for many, many years. Obstetrics and maternity care seem to be a latecomer. So it's really exciting that the Hospital Corporation of America decided to fund this project and NQF decided to take it on as an important agenda. And it took about seven or eight months, I guess, to go through the whole process And initially what NQF does is they send out a call asking for nominations for individuals to join the steering committee for the project. And the steering committee wound up being comprised of several consumer reps, of which I was one. And I was co-chair of the steering committee along with Dr. Laura Riley, an obstetrician from Mass General Hospital. And there were about 18 other members comprised of pediatricians, obstetricians, family practice docs, nurses, midwives, and healthcare quality measurement experts. So it was very multidisciplinary, you know, in terms of people who care and provide maternity care. And then what NQF does, Bruce, is they send out a call to measure developers across the country to submit measures that they're currently using to measure the performance of perinatal care. And when those measures come in, the steering committee looks at them to see whether or not the measures meet the criteria that has been set up by the National Quality Forum. And if they meet that criteria, they're put forward as 
a recommendation to be endorsed by the NQF Board of Directors. And in the case of the perinatal measures, we ultimately looked at many but endorsed 17 because we felt that they were very, very important to improving the quality of care and they would impact on a large group of mothers and babies. And the good, you know, really good science was there to back up the need for the measure. And that's how the whole process took place over a seven-month period. Well, if you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel or just tuning in, you're listening to ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune. And with me today is Maureen Corey. She's the executive director of the Childbirth Connection, which has its offices in New York City. And we're talking about measuring effectively childbirth and perinatal care while women are in the hospital. And that's very important because that hasn't been done before. And so if you are a physician preparing to deliver a baby or a consumer preparing to have a baby or your family, you're going to get measured care and there are going to be quality standards. And if you could elaborate a little bit about the kind of care that's going to be measured. You said there are 17 measures, and there are still a ways to go, but it is important to, for our listeners to know that, you know, coming to a hospital near near them, that they're going to be seeing more information about this. Sure. I'll just go over a few of the ones that apply to the largest population of childbearing women and babies. For example, one measure is elective delivery prior to 39 weeks completed gestation. And that's really important because babies born prior to 37 weeks are more likely to have health problems. So it's a really important measure to take a look at. Also, the incidence of episiotomy. Basically, we know from high-quality scientific research that there's rarely a need to do to perform episiotomies on women as they're giving birth, but yet the episiotomy rate is still around 25% in our country. And a lot of hospitals are not disclosing this. Exactly. And also, a really important measure is exclusive breastfeeding at hospital discharge. More and more people are, are aware of how important it is for exclusive breastfeeding in terms of the benefits for both the mother and the baby. And so one thing that we want to do is that women who do want to breastfeed, when they enter the hospital, we want them to come out still breastfeeding. So it's important, and we know that hospital there are barriers in hospitals to women being successful in exclusive breastfeeding. So the higher rate of exclusive breastfeeding that a hospital or facility has, the better. That means that they're probably doing the right thing and supporting breastfeeding for mothers and babies. So that's why that's an important measure. And also with the C-section rate, which might be shocking to folks that are not specialists in obstetric care, it's, it's one in three women are having C-sections, and this, this too would be a measure, wouldn't it, that would become available under the National Quality Forum? Um, Absolutely. I'm glad you, you raised that because the cesarean rate is up at close to 32% now. And I think most people believe that there's probably many cesareans that are being done without real medical need. And of course, that exposes mothers and babies to more risks. So it's important to have a measure. In this particular set of measures, we're looking at the cesarean rate for low-risk first birth mothers. And what that means is they'll be looking at a proportion of the live births born at or beyond 37 weeks gestation to women who are having their first delivery and women who are having just one child rather than twins or beyond and the babies that are born in the vertex position mean head coming out first rather than a breech 
birth, which is probably going to require a a C-section in many situations. So it's really important to look at the hospital facility rate for cesarean section for low-risk first birth women. And if I'm a consumer, I'd like to know that because, for example, knowing what I know about the harms of unnecessary cesareans, I would want to look at and find a hospital in my area that had a low cesarean rate for first-time mothers. Well, with that, I'd like to thank Maureen Corey, who's been our guest. She's with the Childbirth Connection, and we've been talking about something that will be coming to a hospital and birthing center near you, or at least Childbirth Connection, and consumers hope so. It's the Measures for Perinatal Care, Quality Measures. I'd like to thank Maureen Corey, who's been our guest from Childbirth Connection in New York City. I'm Bruce Japson with the Chicago Tribune. I've been your host, and you've been listening to ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Please visit our website at reachmd.com, which features our entire library through on-demand podcasts, or also call us toll-free with your comments and suggestions at 888-639-6157. That is 888 888- Six three nine six one five seven, and I'd like to thank you today for listening.